Holy crap. <laughs> wow. With no rehearsal at all, you did brilliantly. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lug Radio. Welcome to Lug Radio. The last episode of Lug Radio. <laughs> Sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was here at seven o'clock this morning, so it doesn't suck quite as much for me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so we have a list of things we ought to say, one of which is this show may contain swearing, for those of you who haven't seen it before, so, you know, watch out. Yes. Um, so, have you had a good day at Look Radio Live? Yeah. Yeah. Look at him in the suit. <laughs> have you got the beret on underneath there? Should <laughs> you put the beret on top? <laughs> now, that'd be stupid. <laughs> All right, so... We should thank our sponsors, first of all. We should do, because, you know, you're here because they paid. Uh, basically, yes. <laughs> um, so, um, who, who sponsored us? <laughs> bite Mark! That would be Bite Mark. Bite Mark. Wave yeah, the Bite, bite Mark, Mark, guys. Come on. over there somewhere. <laughs> Come round the corner. Come forwards and claim your glory. Are they still all playing the game? Make them come round the corner and wave. Where is Bite Mark? Yeah, tell them that we're giving their gaming rig away as a prize. <laughs> there we go. That got your attention, right. didn't yeah. it? Thanks, guys. Wade Matt Block. Distributed net hack. <laughs> Dale from Efficient PC, who's at the back somewhere. Where are you, Dale? Dale. Efficient PC. Oh, there he is, there he is. That chap there. I have to say, Dale's a dude. <laughs> Cheers, Dale. He is, dude. And, I'm not going to get this right, am I? Hans Jörg from Linux Magazine. Did I get that right? Where is he? Hans. Ah. Oh. I... Thanks, Hans Jörg. Right. So, thank you, people. For those of you who haven't seen this before, I'm Stuart Langridge. I'm John O'Beggan. I'm Adam Sweet. And I'm Tres Proctor. This is Lug Radio. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Bit late, isn't it? Well, well, yeah, you, you know how it is. Um, now, now, uh, now. <laughs> See, I've deliberately kept quiet all through the intro, more or less, so I know what's coming. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, so Glad you do. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you to do this bit. Oh, thank you. Well, as John I mentioned, this is the last Lug Radio Live. And. Somebody <laughs> with him. Oh! <laughs> The chili raccoon is crying. <laughs> no applause for you. <laughs> and yes. yeah, to be frank, um, we have from our loyal fan base, that would be you, received an immeasurable amount of shit about this. You're <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Last night in particular. Jesus. Yeah, loads of people coming up. So we had an idea. Yes. And the idea was. Let's do it next year. Let's do it next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. In Outer Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> One guy goes, woo! <laughs> He's, he's going to win the furthest travelled award. <laughs> we're doing East Jesus in Arkansas or something like that. Be, yeah. But yes. Yeah, we just figured, like, I mean, we like doing it, and we thought, well, with Lug Radio ending, we thought maybe, you know, we, well, we should stop doing Lug Radio Live, but then 
over the last, literally the last 24 hours, we just thought to ourselves, actually, this conversation happened while I was taking a shower and while Aqua stood outside the bathroom door in the towel. <laughs> Masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only at the thought of Lug Radio Live coming back, you understand. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> It wasn't. It was the sight of Jono massaging his boobs, wasn't it? <laughs> it was bad news. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> we had lots, lots of people say, you know, it'll be great. Come on, it's the best UK Linux event, and we thought well, that's actually quite nice of you to say that. Yes. So yes, we're going to do it next year. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Thought, we'd, thought we'd already been cheered for that. That's cool. That's we can do it next year. Hey! <laughs> Are we going to do it next year? <laughs> Don't Let's just do this for an hour. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is brilliant. <laughs> Fuck a bunch of content. <laughs> that, that never stopped us before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, in this show, which is not the last show... <laughs> 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 Hang on, my microphone's hairy. We're... Yeah. <laughs> that was delicious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whose hair it is. We're going to talk about a few things. Um, we're we're going to ask whether open source is still fun or not. Yes. Um, we're also going to talk about our favourite Log Radio moments. We'll, I'm assuming there's some. <laughs> We've got a couple, mostly involving us. <laughs> not you. Well, maybe a few of you. Um, and what else? Oh, and thank yous. Yes, yeah, we've got some stuff to give away, I think, now, haven't we? Have we? Have we? Theoretically. <laughs> I've, done, I've done a lot of T-shirts here. I've, I didn't give stuff away. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah T-shirts. We've, we've got some stuff to give away. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. We don't, we don't want to give the T-shirts away because now there's a Lug Radio Live next year. <laughs> okay, we don't have any T-shirts to give away. Great. <laughs> but yes, so the first thing we were really going to step on to was, since we're now doing it a year from now, I'm not doing this deliberately, I promise. Since we're going to be doing this a year from now... (laughs) (laughs) See, I think the novelty's worn off now. (laughs) Yeah, they're all aboard. A couple of guys are like, yeah, next year! Shut up. (laughs) Since we're going to do the live show a year from now, what are we going to... (laughs) (laughs) Now officially bored of this, right? (laughs) Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> this is great. Shut up, ego champion. Well, you know, <laughs> ego right, champion. Uh, all, in one, champion. all in one sentence. Since we're going to be doing it next year, what are we going to be talking about? See, I got it right that time. So what are we going to be talking about a year from now? Yes. What we should talk about first is music in between segments. That's how it normally works. You were supposed to subtly tip them the wink without saying anything. Just before we start, I want to point out, when we asked for a wireless clicker, this is so I didn't have to ponce about with this mouse, right? And I had to borrow a mouse from the Red Hat team who demanded that I mention it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, I would like to point out their mouse is entirely full of fail, right? <laughs> because this is how long the cable is. <laughs> And secondly, I promised I'd mention Red Hat in a sentence, so my sentence is, if you're currently using Red Hat, move to Ubuntu. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. 
You are so undweightful, aren't you? Well, man, do, I look, ever. do I look like a community manager? I don't give shit. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no. Thank you very much, John and the gang at Red Hat, because otherwise I'd be leaning even further forward. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway. Anyway. What are we going to talk about in a year? What are we going to talk about in a year? Sorry, I put about four seconds hungover thinking into this. <laughs> uh, Twice the, me- the normal amount of thinking, it has to be said. Thank you. What? what? Yeah, we'll think about doing it next the year after as well. Oh yeah, hang on, hang on. We're doing it the year after as well. <laughs> and all the excitement returns. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't actually come up with anything. I was just saying I put four seconds thinking into it, that's all. Well, <laughs> well I have to okay. admit... The professionalism is awesome, isn't it? <laughs> I thought about it for four seconds and you three beat the shit out of me about it. <laughs> I thought that the desktops are going to be more merged together so Katie and Gnome will work closer together. With Gua- Academy and Guadet coming together, I think that the right. two desktops. And so, of course, you know, with Gnome being poured to QT and everything. See, now <laughs> you're trying to make this sound like you actually had a valid idea now. <laughs> but what you said to us outside is this time next year, I think the desktop will be more unified. And I went, that's the most pointless pile of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. In what way In what is it way? true? How do you quantify <laughs> more unified? Coon's looking bored. <laughs> Don't look at me like Actually, looking around the room is not the only one. <laughs> so, hang on, what, what does the desktops will be well, more unified mean? What I think, I don't think they're going to be the same, but there's been a lot more discussion. When we, when we were at Guadec, Jeremy Allison mouths the words, load of bollocks. <laughs> and he's uh, not wrong, it has to be said, but no, go on, state your case before we rip it into shreds. Okay. I'd like it pointed out, I'm the only one who's come up with an idea. Bullshit. Chris has come up with an idea. Something to I, do with the <laughs> network block I would driver. I'd love to say I came up with an idea, but actually I've stolen somebody else's. Because I was talking to the OpenStreetMap guys earlier on, and they reckoned that this time next year, roughly speaking, they'll have mapped the entire of England. Which I think is be fucking wow. impressive. That's a challenge, by the way. You know? You've got to do it now. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> See, now that means I've got to find a guy for a, to steal his idea. <laughs> so, so, hang on. It's so, a doubt steal. <laughs> so your thought about what we'll be talking about this time next year... Will be the fact that is it is completed. The map of England, the open street map of England, or I think it was, was it England or Britain, but either way, will be done. That'll be it. We'd all throw away our GPSs and stop, stop mapping. At that point, presumably, do we get... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm a bit thick about this, right? If we've got a complete map of England, do we get open source GPS at that point? No more Garmin. Where's Andy Robinson? We certainly have open source maps that can be plugged into something like a Garmin. I don't know, I don't know how the Garmin software data, works. Yeah, it's I mean. It's data so you can use some like. What's that? You what? Huh? what? Why are they waving at us? Who does? The OpenStreetMap people. It would be wise to maybe, you know, refer to yeah, him uh, actually know what they're talking about. No, no, come down here, come do down here, come down closer. here. This is Andy Robinson, who's the secretary of OpenStreetMap. He's certainly big wig in some yeah, way. Uh, come, come up here. here, come up here, come up here, OpenStreetMap guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greetings, brother. Hello. Hello. So, correct me if I'm wrong, right? if we've got a complete open street map of England, does that mean at that point I don't need to go and buy a TomTom anymore? Someone will have to write the software, but we've already got GPS drive and stuff, so 
Will it all just work at that point? Uh, well, eventually, yeah. I mean, if people writing software that actually does the routing from our data, that actually will take you from uh, what will happen to Manchester or wherever, yeah, sure. What we need at the moment is more developers, more people to write the software that will help route you through the data. So we've got lots of data going in, tells you where all those strings are, and we need more people to write algorithms and software to get you so it's like a big pool of raw data. Yeah, that's basically what right. OpenStreetMap is. It's a big pool of data. It's incredible. I mean, has everyone seen OpenStreetMap? Yeah? Has and anyone contributed to OpenStreetMap? Okay, so that's... Wow. Good. Wow. That's actually... That's, so are you guys talking to people like, like uh, haulage companies and people like that to try and fit GPS units to their cabs to get data? We've had... Uh, uh, e was a big company that uh, supplied a part Basic GPS extracts from their, from their trucks going around delivering in the London area mainly. Um, the problem with that data is it's just the track. It doesn't tell you what the names of the streets are. Right, it yeah. Where all the hospitals and the, the schools are going on. So it, it's, it's okay for getting information about where the streets are, but is it a lot of use for a nice, rich data set? Are you actually talking to people like Garmin and TomTom about them using your maps rather than. They're not interested. Uh, they've, you know, they've signed. Deals with, uh, not with mapping providers and what have you, so there's no incentive for them to move at the moment. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing fine on our own. We'd mm. like very much to be able to have cheaper GPS devices out there so that everybody could go mapping and uh, contribute. Um, but I don't How many people have got sat nav? How many of you would be happy to buy, say, a Nokia N800 with OpenStreet Map data on it rather than a TomTom? Oh, well, that's great. Nice. That's that's a lot of people. There's a, there's a market out there for it. For some reason, they think uh, they want to stick with, the, with the reliable, what they think is reliable data from the commercial suppliers. Mm. They think that they're getting a better quality map. The reality is that our maps are probably better, much better, where it's been completed. Because we've got a lot more information, it's actually more up to date. I mean, a lot of the devices you, you, you're taking in the car these days, you know, they might be two or three years old in terms of the map data. So some of the newest bypasses and newest houses don't, don't exist on there. So we've got this wonderful opportunity to put in real up-to-date data, use it, make use of it. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to take time to, to hmm. work on. I guess cool. it's kind of like Encyclopedia Britannica versus Wikipedia. It it's become a lot more interesting in Wikipedia, a lot more definitive in many cases, yeah, as we, people have been able to add content. If we look uh, three years ago, which is when I started uh, with the project, so the project's been going four years. Three years ago, we only had less than a thousand registered users, and about a hundred of those were contributing data. Today, we have fifty thousand users and five and a half thousand users yeah. contributing data. By the end of this year, it will be double that again. So it doesn't take long for that level of input for the thing to expand. Yeah. And we'll see it. It does seem that you've gone probably in the last two years from being this little thing that people know about perhaps but everyone thinks maybe there's not enough data in there to make it usable and suddenly to today where it is, it is excellent these days. It's, it's excellent in a lot of places. So there are yeah. places where we still need a contributor. So if you're out there and you've got your bit of the map, go and have a look and it's not mapped. You know, have a look and see how it's done. Um, usually you can find ways of uh, borrowing a GPS device or even you don't need a GPS mm. device if it's got Yahoo area imagery. So you, you can actually go and map the area and get it completed. And once it's complete, then everybody and you can use it. Help this man Excellent. out.
Yes, go and help him. Thanks very much. Good man. No worries. Right. So, Chris thinks we'll be talking about OpenStreetMap, so now you have something to live up to, so we can talk about it a year from now. Yeah. What did you think of? I want to defend myself. Have you got something better than your unified shite? So what I'm talking about, right, I don't think that KD and Gnome are going to merge into the same project. That's not going to happen. But I think that there's going to be a lot more collaboration between the two projects in terms of moving forward. And what I'm... Shut Don't you love the way he's waving his hands around because it's a really hand-wavy kind of thing? They're going to collaborate in terms of moving forward. Remember where you heard it first. The guy from OpenStreetMap said to you, we'll have most of the England mapped by next year, right? You're just stealing his idea. Yeah. That's But if you're going to steal things, steal quality ideas. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The guy you heard this from, the guy you stole the idea, was that guy? Yes. Exactly. Fuck's sake. He's a thief. Right, come on then, hand wave. Tell me your thing. <laughs> I just think that I just think that the two projects. I, I've just seen a lot of a lot of noise recently where the two projects have been working together more and more. And this some of this happened with Free Desktop, okay? And um, I think that the key the key change here is going to be Guadec and Academy merging into one, which is one of the greatest things that I think can happen for the open source desktop. It's been a long time in the works, and finally we're going to get. A group of people with similar ambitions but different ambitions in the same room. And I think that's a good thing. I think that will result in something useful. I don't think it's going to all become completely stuck together into one desktop environment. I don't think everybody's going to be using the same underlying technology. But I think there'll be a lot more collaboration between the two. That's what I reckon. Right, hold on. All right, language. Hold on, hold on. So, right, admittedly, I've got fuck all, right, (laughs) to talk about. But... Well, that's a fucking change, let's face it. Um, <laughs> but your, your only quantifying statement about there will be more unification between the two des- major desktops is that Academy and Guardec are going to merge. Essentially, that's th- I think that's going to be the catalyst. I right. really do. Because Gu- uh, Guardec is... I've never been to Academy, but Guardec's a really interesting and productive week for the GNOME community. And I'm assuming that Academy is largely the same for the KD community. And I think when you get those people in the same room, interesting things can happen. I mean, we noticed just at FOSCAMP, there were some really interesting things happening when you got different upstreams together in the same room. And when you get two of the largest upstreams that we've got in the same room, I think it's going to be interesting. So I think we'll, I think we'll see some real practical results of that okay. in a year. Lots of synergy. Let's be honest, right? Our track record for predictions, not Squat. particularly good. <laughs> That's the reason why you've stolen yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on then, Langridge, what do you reckon? What do I reckon a year from now? I think we'll be saying that 2009 is the year of the Linux desktop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be wrong again Hang in a second. Just right? like we've been wrong every. Shut up, shut, shut up. Nuclear shut. boot of doom. <laughs> you can't just turn his microphone off. I just got the nuclear boot of doom, right? I'm hand wavy. I haven't finished. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we will be saying 2009 is the year of the Linux desktop, and again, we'll be wrong. Just like we've been wrong every year since 1998 when we thought it was good because you could compile a kernel in a window. <laughs> Stealing my jokes. To steal, a, steal one of Jono's jokes, hand Thank on you. heart, which is why I didn't get that big a laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm already much bigger laugh. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> I think we're just going to carry on making incremental progress. A year from now, we're going to be talking about little successes in little projects. There'll be, you know, the. Um, the EPC version 2 will have come out or will have, will have got something else. I mean, take, since we just talked about GPS, Garmin are now using uh, no mobile in GTK, as I understand it. And that's another little success. And I think we're going to continue to see little successes. I'd like to believe that next year we'll be talking about how we won. 
And I just don't think it's going to happen. You know, I might be wrong. Anybody think by this time next year we'll have won? One guy. One person. One guy. <laughs> That's confidence. <laughs> Anybody else? think by this time in ten years we'll have won? Yeah. <laughs> 2010, better. isn't it, that we should have 10%? Is it 10%? Te- yeah. Um, war, ag- good God. Ag- according to... What is, he, what is he good for? According to Jeff War <laughs> good uh, God. and the 10 by 10 project, 10% of desktops in the world were meant to be running GNOME by 2010. So he's got Aaron, 18 months. Wait, wait for it. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Bullshit. Right? <laughs> for listeners of the show, that was Jono's beard exploding. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to believe that we're going to have some big success. I mean, people out there in the audience, do you think there's one thing that could happen that would make us win? Or is it just going to be incremental progress? We keep going to one day we wake up and go, God, we won, and no one noticed. It depends Anybody on think of something which they think will tip the balance? What? <laughs> Raymond Burns. Red- Redmond Burns. Oh. <laughs> oh, that. I think Redmond burned when Vista came out. Uh, oh. There was a shout <laughs> Vista for Raymond Burns. V- v- Vista has helped, but... To be honest with you, I don't think it's tipped the balance that much. It's a, it, it's a stop. That's what I mean. Incremental progress. Anybody else think of something, one thing, which would tip the balance? Steve huh? Ball so goodbye. On. The angry meatball, as, as Adam refers to him. <laughs> He's a fucking meatball, though, isn't he? Big <laughs> <laughs> sweaty meatball. Hang on, so Steve Ballmer leaves and you think that's it, we win? So is this basically the way that Linux wins because Microsoft fucks up? Is that the only way? Is that it? We can't actually win. We just have to wait for them to fail. What I'm seeing is... I bet Steve Lamb's sitting in the back going, ha, 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 suckers. There was a shout of Office winning on Linux, so I think that's possibly unreasonable. That would would tip the balance. Office running on Linux? Yeah, I think that's what you said. Yeah, if they ported Office to Linux, then that would pretty much tip it. Not going to happen, but it would... When was the last time you paid money for an office suite? I don't, but pretty much every company does. Yeah, but it's more or less everybody other than the people in this room does that. I think, I think the thing that's, that's going to change the in the next year or so is going to be uh, sub-notebooks and netbooks like the Triple EPC. Because these things are cheap, they're, they're, they're low-cost, they're easy to use, they're putting free software in people's hands, and you can invariably going to be able to buy them from a Dixon's or a Curry's or something like that. That, I think, is going gonna, is gonna to make things happen. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> the little time thing is really good, isn't it? I know. I know it's really We've good. We've overrun on every single segment. Shut so up. <laughs> I should make it flash red when we go over time. Um, well, I actually now can't read the laptop. I don't know what's happened to it. Yeah, uh, what's going on with the laptop? <laughs> Where's Matthew Garrett? I don't know. I can read it fine. Hang on. Yeah, you can read it fine, just it's directly in front of your face. Oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Does that help? Not really. Well, I think <laughs> I know what it says. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, what was I doing for years ago? Your segment is important. These guys set up Lug Radio in, was it, uh, four years ago, essentially now. Now, four years ago, I was uh, sysadmining for a small web company entirely on Windows... Um, all my work was Windows ASP developing when I wasn't doing that. Jesus. Um, That's a fucking miserable life, that is. Yeah, it is a fucking miserable life. Any, no ASP, a, any ASP developers in? 
Anyone, anyone remember ASP? One guy at the back waving. Two. Kill two. yourself. No, they've all killed themselves. with <laughs> midwife at the front. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Oh. So, four years ago, I think I was at university at the time doing computer science. Yeah, four years. Badly. Four years ago, I was working for a law firm who used nothing but Microsoft software. Four years ago, I was a journalist, pretending, pretending I had a job. Uh, what? <laughs> chin, what do you mean, chin? Anyway, watched a load of diagnosis murder, though, didn't you? <laughs> Some things do not That's why you buy a PVR, my friend. <laughs> Christophe? So, okay, um... Well, at the moment, currently today, I am unemployed. But on Tuesday, I will be sysadmin for running Linux sysadmin, basically. Congratulations on the new job, Chris. Yep. Thank you very much. Should <laughs> we th- tell him all he's working for a tobacco company and everyone tries to clap backwards? <laughs> <laughs> Insurance oh, yeah. company. Yeah. What? Never mind. Okay, so these Probably days... Probably not a conversation with this many people. <laughs> no, actually. No, it isn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Have you finished? Adamski. <laughs> these days, I'm a Linux sysadmin. Uh, I'm now a Python, Django, and JavaScript hacker. Uh, and I'm the Ubuntu community manager. Um, <laughs> and still watch Diagnosis Murder. Yeah. <laughs> In your underpants. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, she wrote. It's only because they've cancelled it and now it's Petrocelli. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's Bargain Hunt. Did anyone watch Bargain Hunt? No? The guy of Bargain Hunt fancies my mum. It's true. Shut up! <laughs> it's true. My mum and, and dad... This is completely unnecessary information. <laughs> my mum and dad do antiques fairs, right? And they see the Bargain Hunt people there all the time. And apparently the guy from Bargain Hunt tried it on with my mum. <laughs> and I'm re- related to Ronan Keaton. Stardom is throughout the Bacon family. Anyway, so, so, thank, thank so bear, bear with me what? one second. No one cares! <laughs> Shut up! Right. The key point about this is, right... <laughs> Bastard. Fucking verbal diarrhoea, right? Be quiet. <laughs> you are aware that these people have been listening to you for four years as well. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, all right. You, I'm, I'm out. Um, the point is this, right? Four years ago, we were all um, hacking on open source in the evenings, and weekends, having fun, enjoying it. Now we've all actually got jobs in it, and I suspect a lot of you have as well. Has all the fun gone out of it? Are we now all paid to do it, and now we have to think about um, corporate governance yeah. and management and making sure we deploy desktops to people? And you can't just go home and hack on stuff anymore because now you have to think about all this extra stuff that we just didn't have to before because before it was exciting when you could get an open source thing to actually compile and run you know I the point is is it less I mean people who were doing it in 2004 it's four years ago so people who have joined the open source community in the last four years perhaps you should go and have a cup of tea or something for the next five <laughs> minutes but those of you who have been doing this for four years honestly do you think it's now more fun than it was then that's a lot of you. Well, that's that then. <laughs> okay. Honestly, what, I mean, what, what's more fun now? What, what's happening now that's more exciting than it was back then? Huh? You sound like Jono now. <laughs> more diversity. That's yeah, but that's true. the point. It works. 
It already works, but I don't, I don't have to do anything. I've got an Ubuntu system, you know. I plug stuff into it, it works. One of the things that inspired... One of the things that inspired this segment was that... I think it was... Was it you, Adam? We were talking one yeah. day, and Adam was saying, you know what? Everything just works in Ubuntu, and I'm, I feel like I want something else to kind of... Yeah, the, the not challenge work. is gone now. <laughs> Try getting an ATI card. Everyone's saying Adam a card. Oh fuck! Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You know, I I don't miss the days of trying to sell my own XF eighty six config. Right? I'm not talking about going back to this. But yeah, I mean, chap down here, down at the front, say get an ATI card. You know, I mean, but to me, uh, yes, that that doesn't just work. I agree with you. But writing a device driver for an ATI card, right? If you think that's fun, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> There must be some people who think it's fun and well done to them, and I applaud them, and you know, nice. But it's not actually fun in any now, way, is it? Telling all people who've written our Linux device driver support to fuck off. No, I mean, it's good that they're doing it. It's just, it's, it's not something I can do with it. I can't write a bloody graphics card driver. So I mean, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> this guy just said I'd rather have a wank. <laughs> this guy, stand up. <laughs> he said I'd rather have a wank. <laughs> Presumably you've got an NVIDIA card then <laughs> <laughs> I mean from my own point of view right? I, as, as I said four years ago I was at university And I actually found my computer science degree Utterly, utterly boring right? All the cool stuff I learned about computers In the last Well around four years ago For about a two year period I did out of hours while I, was stu- while I was supposed to be studying my degree, playing with networks, playing with firewalls, building my own kernels. Univer- the stuff I did at university was fucking boring and, and mostly not very helpful in my career. I think a lot of that stuff was fun because if you'd spent sort of eight hours a day messing with Windows and going home to a sane operating system and playing with that was an interesting way to spend your evening. Whereas well, now I spend eight hours playing with a sane operating Jeremy system Allison's, and go home and, you know... Sorry, Jeremy Allison's recommendation when I said the challenge has gone now, Jeremy Allison's recommendation was install Vista. <laughs> Thank you for that. The thing I remember when... <clears throat> the thing that I really enjoyed when I first got involved in free software was the feeling that you can have a real difference, you know? Was that, it was, you know, I remember, the thing I'll always remember was sitting in my now, now ex-girlfriend's mum and dad's house in the middle of the night when she'd go to bed, when she'd go to sleep and I'd tip to I've a, always gone to bed. Have right? a wank like this guy. And, yeah, <laughs> one of the wrists. And then, uh, and then, you know, just sit there and, you know, check out code from the CVS server and play with it and, and exp- explore it. And, and to feel like you could actually do something and actually have an effect. To me, the idea back then that you could contribute something back to this project that then went out to all of these users was an incredible thing. And I spoke to a guy um, at Canonical the other day, and I said to him, who uh, works on packages for Ubuntu, I said to him, what's it feel like to know that millions of people use your software? Do you get a buzz out of that? And he said, he said that is the biggest buzz about working on free software for him. Do you, guys, do you guys feel the same? Do you feel like the fact that all of these people are using it, is that one of the biggest buzzes for you? Yeah? Yeah. Um. Pascal. Yeah. Oh, he's got a microphone. Yeah, the man has a mic. He's waiting. For like five minutes now. <laughs> oh. Um, Harsh. Start a radio now show. Now you know how we feel <laughs> trying to get a word in against Jono. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say that, I mean, the buzz that is for me is that having realised what has happened in the last four years and what can happen in the next four years, mm-hmm. that's sort of the buzz for me. It's, it's the efforts that we put into it have come into fruition and therefore that if we continue doing what we're doing now, it's only going to get better. But don't you feel that, I mean, yeah, four years ago, you could do some stuff and people would use it and that's great. But now, um, you can do some stuff, but you've got to be, 
you've got to be Red Hat or Canonical or Google or something to make a difference. Can I make a difference on my own? So Jeremy's about to give us a kick in. I'm not, I'm not kidding when I said install Vista. I recently set up a networking conference. We invited a bunch of Microsoft people, so I had to set up a bunch of Microsoft OSs. Mm-hmm. So I got a bunch of standard Google boxes, and I tried to install Microsoft OSs on the bare hardware. And these were all really new boxes with serial 80 or whatever. They wouldn't install Ubuntu installed out of the box. So what I ended up doing was installing Ubuntu on all of them, putting VMware on it, putting the Microsoft systems on VMware, and running it full screen so the Microsoft wouldn't know that they were actually... (laughs) (laughs) Microsoft failed. You have have forgotten how far we've come in four years. Yeah, we have it's come. It's only seen me in the last four years that we really do seem to have come eight years worth of work in four years or something, doesn't it? That's just come from nowhere. It does feel like we hit in the last four years. We've hit a tipping point where now stuff just works, and before it, it didn't. I mean, I, it, everything was a struggle. For is what I'm saying. Everything was a struggle four years ago when we started, and now. Nothing's a struggle, and it's great, you know, because it means I can actually get real work done. And uh, w- when things work, absolutely, but it's not fun. It just it just works. I, I love it. I think it's beautiful and wonderful and marvelous because I can take it to my dad, who runs Ubuntu, and is perfectly fine with that. It's brilliant. I couldn't have done it four years ago, but now he'll say do this, and I'll go well, you know, just click on applications, then this, then this, and then it does it, and then he'll hang up. And that's it. So, you know, th- there's, no, there's no challenge for me in that. All I've got to do is... Yeah, I mean, I know, it, I know it sounds stupid to say, I wish it was harder so it was more fun. But I like the fact that it's easy now. I do. But what it, are, are we missing some of that challenge? Because I, I don't want the challenge by saying, I'll install Vista. Is, are there, is there other stuff that we're not doing because it used to be too hard do you that your, we can now take on? Why do you get your dad to install Gentoo? <laughs> He'd love that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, my old man. Can you yeah. imagine that? <laughs> yeah, that would go down a bomb, that would. Oh, do with the microphone. Yeah. Um, four years ago, you had to spend loads of time getting anything to work, so there was no time to do cool stuff. So, um, if you spend your whole time getting your drivers to work, you can't go and program some fancy new things. So, stuff like uh, Condor, Compass, Tomboy, all those new applications. If those developers had spent all their life getting their graphics to work and their wireless to work, then we wouldn't have those. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, but to some extent, getting stuff to work is fun. I mean, maybe this is the Cezanne in me, but I enjoy that kind of stuff. I mean, that's my angle as well. I said all all the fun is in the the kind of learning experience of setting up new things for the first time. And these days, you don't have to do much of that. I mean, I guess another part of the thing is that we're all now a bit more grown. Not necessarily mature, but more grown up. (laughs) And we've all got proper jobs. I mean, certainly for me, after a year in my first job out of university, I wasn't learning anything new anymore because I was just doing the same job every day and I was coming home and being tired instead of coming home, turning on the PC and I don't know, trying to install a proxy or something. 
Yeah, I mean, you preaching to the converted, to me. I'm a JavaScript hacker. I'm like six layers of abstraction above all this complicated stuff about X. So, yeah, I, I, I do think it's great, but... So do we need to start pushing open source into... Pushing free software into different places? This, this, this is the sort of thing I'm talking about. What aren't we doing at the moment because historically it's been too hard? You see, that's the thing. To me, it's things like OpenStreetMap and Wikipedia is, what, is what's interesting. Like, it seems like we've solved a lot of technical problems. And those technical problems, for a while, were getting replaced by email. Like, instead of spending time playing with technology, we were just responding to email. Right? And everybody was like, God, all I seem to do these days is respond to email. And now people are thinking of different things. They're like in doing, uh, looking at free culture or, or Wikipedia or... or you know, open. I mean, I think OpenStreetMap is an amazing achievement if you think about it. And, and huh? Sorry? Yeah. It's. it's I mean, without wanting to sound like buzzword bingo, but it is an ethos that we've got. And it seems like the thing that's exciting is that we're applying that to different things nowadays than than back then. Like back four years ago, OpenStreet. I remember us doing a segment on Look Radio. You useless raccoon. <laughs> and incidentally, Gosh. why are you taking a picture of his ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's going to kill me. He's not a piece of meat. <laughs> um, back to... What was I talking about? Open street map. Huh. Um, I just think it's amazing. Like, well, yeah, we did a segment back then, and open street map was... I remember us talking about that in the early days of Blog Radio, and yes. we thought, this is an interesting concept, but we were a bit kind of cynical as to whether it would be possible. But now, I think we've all been surprised at what the OpenStreetMap people have done. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, what the Wikipedia people have done as well. Absolutely. Do be the mic, Well, uh, four years ago, a lot of the things we were doing were playing catch-up, so we could look at Windows and look at Mac and say, that's what we need to do. So if someone wants to work on a project, they can say, let's mount a CD without being root. Whereas these days, <laughs> these days we have caught up, so there's nothing to look at to try to beat. So we have to come up with our own ideas. Which a lot of people have said is yeah. a problem. Doing leadership rather than catching up is hard, because you have to know where to go. I mean, where, where do we lead the computing world? What are we doing that other people are trying to catch up to us with? Hmm. Fucking net block driver, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hang on, someone over there said something. Security. I think the OpenBSD people might argue with you. And probably Chris, being a smart ass. <laughs> I'm saying the thing. I don't know, 3D what, accelerated what, graphics, what, maybe? What, what? Em- embedded devices. No, uh, okay. Yeah. But embedded devices aren't particularly a thing you can play with uh, at home. Uh, Firefox, I'll give you Firefox, yes. <laughs> Supercomput- supercomputers, that one's there, said. I oh, yeah, I'll go home and hack on my supercomputer. Isn't it like some, <laughs> something... <laughs> isn't really? It, isn't it something like 480 yeah. or so out of the top 500 largest supercomputers of Linux? It's depending on how you do the maths, something between 90 and 95% of the top 500 supercomputers really? run Linux or Linux and something else. Wow. Wow. Animation rendering. You're on about Blender, aren't you? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Open Movie is another good example of uh, an interesting thing that we've done with our kind of 
I think I think one of the things that, that opens what the way that we've done, and this is admittedly and wavy, is the fact that um, people can put free like people are making software available to more more people with with free software. Like you hear it all the time about tons of schools and charities and all of these different kind of groups that go out into Africa and go into these villages and, and use free software and things like that and set up mesh network and all that kind of stuff. That's something that, that, that proprietary software hasn't caught us up on, caught, caught, caught up with us on, I don't think. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I'm mainly because the whole point of having a business model where everyone pays you money, you have to find people with money to buy it. Mm. But, yeah. I, I, I don't know, I mean, there's... They do seem to be, we do seem to be showing up in a lot more places. I mean, take the Garmin thing I mentioned earlier, right? They're now using GNOME and GTK. It would be nice if their whole platform was free software rather than just using bits uh, and then baking it into a proprietary little box on my dashboard. But, you know, one step at a time. Do you think the mobile thing is going to work? Like, we always hear about, you know, GNOME Mobile and Android and all that kind of stuff. Do we think it's going to work? Yeah? A year from now, are we going to be... At the moment, if I said, how many of you got a mobile phone that runs Linux... Tick. That's one, two, uh, three, four, five. Five of you. Can you actually make phone calls with it? <laughs> no. Dude shakes his head. Like, <laughs> which I, I which conference was it at? Was, was it, was it PyCong where they showed all of this amazing stuff you can do with OpenMoco? And yeah, it's like rotating 3D graphics and stuff and... Um, and, and um, PDA functions. You think, that's really cool. He says, oh, yeah, can't actually make phone calls <laughs> yet, though. I'm like, here's my teapot. It's made out of chocolate. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so a year from now, hang on. What is that? What is that? That is Marley's phone, I imagine. That's a Samsung, is it? Bought that with Linux on. Stole it's it. Motorola running Linux. Oh, winner. Well, okay, there's one then. I think you could buy them in England. So, a, so the, serious question now. Guess, if I said a year from now, how many of you are running mobile phone with Linux on? How many of you do you think would put your hand up? That's... Wow. That's like... Substantially Jeremy more. gets one first. Or maybe second. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's loads, actually. I don't do, know. You, do you think you're going to be running Android? No, Open Moco. <laughs> Everyone thinks Open Moco. M- much as I admire their project, I think yeah. it's fantastic. They've done a brilliant job. The, the software is pretty cool, um, and the fact they've got all open drivers for all the hardware and everything is fantastic. Do you not think the thing looks like ass? <laughs> but it's a reference design. Yeah, but you ever hear? Yeah, is that the minute you say, you know what, your phone looks like a piece of shit, and they go, it's a reference design. Yeah, it's but but and they say, and they ship one now. Yeah, they shipped two. They shipped the original one and they shipped the free runner about um, on the fourth of July. Does it look like a like a brick? No, it looks like it looks just the same as the old one. Bollocks. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy, not uh, delicious. Alex will win his hand up. Alex will move. Be running well, open mocha or Android on an iPhone. I admire confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I They'll think run it, but yeah. there'll be someone yeah. trying to. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed how many of you think in the next year you're going to buy a phone with Linux on it. I'm actually, see it. I, I'm enormously pleasantly surprised. See it? Yeah. Watch you go this way. Watch <laughs> you go this way. Ready? <laughs> Thank you.
Who's starting this one? You are. Oh. All right, so, last episode of Log Radio. Who? Not, show more. Not actually, no. I was going to say show more enthusiasm, but show more unenthusiasm, <laughs> kind of. That became very meta all of a sudden. Um, so, Log Radio's been going, we've done, how many episodes is this, 106? 106. Um, over 2 million downloads, which scares the hell out of us. <laughs> and we've, we've had some favourite moments over the years. Um, and we thought we'd share them. We thought we were going to do this, you know, in, in the studio and do it on the last show. But then we thought it'd be interesting, we're surrounded by our friends here. So does anybody here have any particular favourite moments in the show? Not necessarily things that we've said, but things that have happened, even at Lug Radio Lives and things like that. Huh? Ah, oh, the Firefox, same yeah. browser. The thing that makes me laugh almost more than that individual segment on its own is that Bruno cried actual tears of laughter <laughs> while he was listening to it. <laughs> Bruno's talk today became uh, a favourite moment for me. I can't get those little ASCII snails crawling <laughs> across the screen over my head. Big round of applause for Bruno, Bruno. I think. <laughs> Bruno! It's, it's interesting, that one. The same browser thing. How many of you were listening to the show when we did that? Jesus. Not that not many. Not how, many how many of you have listened to it since? Right, so actually, actually, like, what the hell are you hardly, talking about? Hardly anyone in the room has heard I'm going to say, because that was... That, the, the, the people who've listened to it, um, everyone seems to vote, everyone who's heard it seems to vote that as one of the favourite moments, but it was years ago. Season two, wasn't it? That was uh, quite early it. season two, I think. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, so, who else? Chop the microphone. That Sparks wants to be on a desert island with a copy of Vi. <laughs> desert island apps. <laughs> Who's that? Sparks. Sparks. Who's Sparks? Sparks wanted to be on a desert island and he wanted to have a copy of Vi. I like Sparks. I liked it when Sparks was telling a story about the girl who was yeah. taking the piss out of his shoes. And she's not going to piss out of the shoes. The shoes. No one in here was listening no back one. then. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Ah, People go, I remember Sparks. It was a long time ago. Um, we've okay. got a joint one, haven't we? Who are we talking we, about that? Yeah. We've we, got a joint one. Uh, one of our favourite moments was when we did the first Lug Radio Live in 2005, and we were pretty nervous. We were, when we do a Lug Radio Live, we have this, we go through um, waves of doom and happiness, right? And they literally go like waves of doom and happiness. One of us will go, I'm doomed. I'm feeling doomed today. And this happens in every Lug Radio Live. But the first one, we were feeling particularly doomed, weren't we? Wait, I mean, this, this one, we've got a rough idea how many people are going to turn up and that some people are going to turn up the first one. We had no idea, right? People who were there at the first one, we were expecting 40 50 people to turn up and in fact 250 people turn up and we had one person on the bar yeah <laughs> and we gave her a 20 quid tip <laughs> that was the generosity we are the generosity you know I, and the favourite moment was the moment as the doors opened mm. for the first time who was it like when they live 2005 holy moly oh I was yeah <laughs> that wasn't that <laughs> Wow, I didn't realise so many people were there. Yeah, there was that moment when, when we were kind of nervous and we were thinking, oh, is anyone going to show up? You know, it was, it was one day in Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Stadium. <laughs> not a particularly elegant venue, not like the lighthouse. Shut your course. face, it's fucking brilliant. Palace <laughs> of Dreams. <laughs> the Palace yes. of Dreams. Yes. 
Which division are you in now? Uh, the crap one. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> yeah, that was one. Any more? People? Oh. Nuru! Well, what I was going to say was you were talking about Radio Live 2005. I remember walking through the door and getting my hand stamped with a potato. <laughs> to say that. And that, that ink had just disappeared by the end of the day. Yeah. Just as well stay that doors then. But coming through these doors in the lighthouse last year, 2006, getting the laminated, you know, the little lanyard, getting the cards made up, getting the nutsacks, that was an awesome moment. And see that again this year, just brought it all back. So it's really good to see how far you guys have come in this, doing this event. Uh, mm. It's just genius. Wow, thank you. Cool. I, mean, I, I have to agree here, because I... Sorry. <clears throat> Possibly my favourite moment was walking through the doors in 2005. As kind of newbie, I knew nobody there, but it was in Wolverhampton, so I thought I might as well go. <laughs> what? And just having a fantastic day, basically, knowing this is what it should be about. I'm gonna say, you, sounds, sounds really sucky, doesn't that? <laughs> you haven't lived until you've carved the words LRL backwards into a potato. <laughs> <laughs> And the, 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 the two really bad things were about it, I spent ages with a knife doing it, and then someone said, it's a stamp, you have to do it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I like was that we... Um, you, you, you may sneer, right? How many of you have carved letters in a potato? <laughs> That's loads of you. Shut up, then. <laughs> More people than Ren Lewis on their mobile phone. And the <laughs> second thing was, we thought, right, we need some ink. Um, you know, because it's a stamp. Even I worked that bit out. So we went to Staples or somewhere yeah, and man. bought some ink. Just a pad of ink. And we stamped it on. And then we got an email two weeks after like, Radio Live saying, you stamped my ham with the potato and I still can't wash the ink off. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, good ink. Well, that was good ink. Sorry, but apparently there were different kinds of ink. I had no idea about this, you know. The one thing Aidan and I thought was funny was we were watching Mark Shulworth doing his, his talk and, like, you know, this big celebrity doing his talk in Wolverhampton, and there was, like, this little pile of chips next to him <laughs> carving the potato. <laughs> you don't see that at most Linux conferences, do you? Don't see it at this one anymore. We've got budges now. Oh, we professional now. sold out. Oh, we have, we have since to... we bought real mics. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's actually... Semi-interesting question. Have we sold out by having proper badges rather than a potato and, and being professional and, you know, having four mics rather than two and stuff? Not professional, according to Tony. We're being sneered at for not actually being that professional here. <laughs> I don't know. We... Yeah, let's have the potato back next year. Who wants year? a potato back next year? Well, you know... We couldn't do it in San Francisco because there'd be some bloody union or some health <laughs> legislation. Yeah, that American Potato, potato Union, union. will stop yeah. us doing it. Right, who's carving the potato next year because it isn't me? <laughs> no, the thing is, at this point, normally when we've got to decide who's got to do something and nobody wants to do it, he's going to be quite quick to say, it should be Jono who's with me, and we'll go. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Jonathan Edward James Bacon, potato Thank community manager, is elected <laughs> for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Fail. Thank you again. <laughs> uh, any other? Oh, we, over here. Hello. Hello. Um, probably my last two favourite moments in the last season is um, the finger of God, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
especially that comment you made about it saying not hurting too much. <laughs> and the other one was probably um, Axe Drive-By Pying, which I remember <laughs> in an episode. Drive-By what? Drive-By Pying. Is <laughs> <laughs> there a way for this one? <laughs> Apparently Axe goes to a pie shop, gets all these pies and just throws the wrappers out the window. I can remember it just vaguely. Have you been listening to the right presentation? <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to wrong. Living action, action show, right? Action li- show, wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does, you know, eat a lot of pies, right? But he respects litter, you know. I swear there was a bit. Throws of it in the bin. Act driving and something about pies. I, are you, no, no, no. Uh, so you no. this might be. Ah, no, this <laughs> is you. It was him. It wasn't me. It was him. It was Jono no, getting chased by the fugitive. Jono. Yes. It was uh, bloody bacon. It wasn't me. Yeah. I, Go on, tell them the pie story. It was not a pie. Your it was international. A pasty. F- oh, that makes all the difference, right? International pasty thief. Well, basically, I went to every every day. I go to this this little bakery to get my lunch, and uh, I went to this bakery and uh, got my sandwich, my crisps, my drink. And I thought, I'll treat myself, I'm going to have a Cornish pasty, okay? Got my pasty, I got my car, I was really hungry, I was driving home and I was thinking, Stupid. that pasty was just winking at me, the little minx. And I was thinking, okay, it's all mine. So I got the pasty, I'm driving along, I have one bite, and just as I take this bite, this police car goes past. And this guy gives me the hairy eyeball, and I'm thinking, oh, God. West Midlands pasty patrol. <laughs> I thought, well, he's probably not going to stop me. So he drives around and then just literally goes and turns around and starts tailing me. I'm thinking, oh shit. So I kind of sped off and uh, um, respecting the speed limits. uh, In in his lilac 4x4, by the way. Shut up, you. Sped off in your frigging Tonka toy of a car. Pasty in one hand. <laughs> Ronnie Biggs, you are. <laughs> Fuck the rules. And so I was driving off and there was, there was a, a couple of bit cars behind me. The cops, you know, were a bit further back. And then I managed to turn around uh, at this corner and this guy got stuck behind the, car, behind the car behind me. So I managed to absolutely make a break for it. And uh, I managed to get back to my house without being prosecuted. <laughs> And I then, was a fugitive <laughs> for about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, presumably, you disposed of the evidence, did you? I, I made it, yeah, very quickly. My, my favourite Lug Radio story, those of you who are at 2005 will have heard this story, but it makes me laugh every time I think about it. When we were setting up for 2005 in the, in the stadium, um, we were up and down the stairs the whole time. Aid and I were tying a sign up. And this chap came up and he's like, oh, you know... How are you getting on? Um, I'm like, fine. He says, um, is there anything I can do? And I said, well, actually, yeah, you know, we're unloading that big van over there. Um, do you want to grab the, the boxes, take them upstairs? Right? And he takes a couple of boxes upstairs. <laughs> and then he carried, a, he, he carried a big, long pole thing upstairs. And then I, I actually went up with him. And I'm coming back down the stairs. And I said to him, so, because it was the first one, I said, so how do you hear about Lug Radio? And he said, what's Lug Radio? <laughs> <laughs> Some random dude. I'm like, sorry, man. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, I think my... Huh? The beard shaving. Oh. Uh, beard, beard shaving. Uh, didn't that was Reverend, a bad moment. Reverend Ted gave it back to you in uh, San Francisco, didn't he? He gave it in back a, to me. In a little bag. And then he gave it to Aaron Bockover. And Aaron Bockover's got it stuck in his board in his office, apparently. Oh. Weirdo. That's not too weird. That's very weird. <laughs> I'm deeply concerned, to be honest with me. Oh, lady here. 
Hello. Hello. Laura's going to say my favourite thing about Lug Radio was you all coming to Skycon, which incidentally is on this time next year. <laughs> Is this the girl that you pissed off all weekend by taking the piss out of her name yeah. and saying yeah. no. <laughs> lucky charms yes. all the time? Yeah, thanks Adam for raising that sensitive subject again. I oh, heard about this. Sorely tempted to say what we called her then. But no, 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 no. <laughs> no, get into trouble for that. Yeah. So uh, my, my favourite moment, I think, has got to be the pre-event piss-up on the Friday night in 2005. Because, as we said, we weren't expecting anybody to show up, really. So we just thought we'd meet up in the pub and see who shows up fucking packed. Yeah. That surprised me on Friday night, actually. Yeah. We never expect anyone to be at the Friday night thing. And every single time we're surprised. Who, who was at the Friday night thing? Yeah. Who came to the Gifford? <laughs> Rock and roll. Honestly, we got chucked out of the pub, and we were going to go to uh, where are we going to go? Reflex. We were, we're going to go Revolution. We're going to go bar Revolution. Though. The vodka bar. Then they wouldn't let us in because Robert Collins had trainers on. Um, and so we were going to go to Reflex, the eighties nightclub, but it shut down. So Jono took us to this shithole metal pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It was great. Everyone loved it. It's not great. It's a shithole. Birds fly upside down over it because it's not worth crapping on. <laughs> they dropped an atom bomb on it. It did £4.50 worth of damage. It's a fucking shitty. He's here all week. But, um, <laughs> honestly. But, yeah. Any other last favourite moments? Uh, Dude. Glenn the beard. Glenn with the microphone. Oh, oh him. <laughs> Give him the microphone. This isn't strictly a favourite moment, but I'm just wondering, do you have any plans to kind of continue the Lug Radio Live thing? Because it's, it's, it seems very successful, judging by the... I don't know, what do you think? Do you think we should do it next year? Yeah. <laughs> we thank you and your fivers in the post. <laughs> next guy. <laughs> uh, my favourite bit of Lug Radio actually happened uh, today. Finally, eventually, <laughs> years... After he pledged, he was going to sign and pay five pounds a month. Really? <laughs> see, now you can see who's the celebrities on the show here, right? Because I signed up to sponsor the Open Rights Group about three months ago. Nobody cares. Right? <laughs> Bacon signs up. Uh, yes, thank you. I'm here all week. Uh, Bacon signs up, never pays them any money. Everybody. Yeah. I think I'd like to say on behalf of all of the people that have signed up for the Open Rights Group, way, way before you, even though you signed up right at the beginning to say you would do it, thank you. It's a pleasure. <laughs> well done, Jono. It's not too late to stop the direct debit, you know. Already in progress. <laughs> I want to point out I signed up on day one and I'm still paying, you cheeky bastard, but there you go. It's oh. true. Oh no, it's Marley. Oh god. You don't need the microphone. No, no, this is a nice one. This is a nice one. Oh. Feel guilty now. Dave, <laughs> Dave Morley, our head of crew, by the way. The, the best thing that I think I've ever seen on radio live was 
your faces when you realised there weren't going to be just 15 people rolling <laughs> in 2005. Oh. That was just such a picture. That was weird. I just thought of another one, actually. I mean, I've already Don't mentioned... Bruno cracking up at uh, your thing about uh, the National Lottery website not working in Firefox. And I've already mentioned the baguette on snails. It's a fantastic talk today. Thanks, Bruno. Yes. But the other thing that, I, I th- that was one of my favourite moments is Bruno's other talk from 2006 uh, uh, about uh, the, the statistics on the, the radio swearing. <laughs> I've never laughed so much in half an hour in my entire life. Yes. A little bit of pee came out. <laughs> it was that good. So, ready? <laughs> Adam, you can start this one. Right, it looks to me, even though it, oh yeah, it does say in very dark blue, we're going to give away some prizes. Yeah. Which is always good. What oh. prizes? <laughs> well, this is an issue yet to be resolved. Um, <laughs> So, uh, the first one listed here is the best exhibition. I Just sort of, you know, audience poll. Who's had the best, ex- best exhibition stands? Show out ideas. <laughs> Actually thinking about it. It's, it's a reasonable so, bet, isn't Someone it? for a laugh, shout out something other than bite mark. <laughs> that was a mistake. It was easy until they started showing all these other ones. <laughs> I didn't know we had all the... Who said Sco, by the way? <laughs> Richard <Smiles>. Stallman. <laughs> Mr. Ben. <laughs> Mr. Ben. Yeah. I think, yeah. How yeah. amazed that dude's in that suit. Did you see how sweaty Mr. Ben was when he got out of that suit? <laughs> With a thong on. <laughs> but Raccoon's not happy again. <laughs> I think, I think, to be honest with you, I think everyone would agree the best exhibition stand was Bite Mark. You know, yes. after being a 16-place gaming rig. So, big uh, round of applause for, for Bite, Bite Mark. Mark. Thank you. While we're here, we probably ought to point out they're actually running... They ran two gaming competitions today. I don't know, it's some kind of multiplayer solitaire or something. <laughs> and then they're, they're doing... Do I look like a gamer? No, right? Um, but they're doing two more tomorrow, and I think they've got some kind of a prize. It might be something completely surprising, like a free VM. But, <laughs> but they're doing some kind of competition, so if you like this land gaming shit, right, get involved, because apparently it's a good laugh. Yes. Yes, well played, Bite Mark. Oh, God, this is the uh, We have to do the standing up thing, this right? Re- this requires ge- geographical knowledge. It does require geographical knowledge. Those of you who've been to like Radio Live before know what's coming now. Everybody stand, stand up. up. Everybody Everyone. stand up. Up, up, you go. up, up, up. up, you up. Go. Right, this is the bit where we work out who travelled furthest to get it. Alison's looking smug, and he's going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, if you came from the West Midlands, sit down. Sit down. This dude's walking out. <laughs> Do you live in the lighthouse? <laughs> I wonder what he's doing. Not that sat down, <laughs> and that's the one guy, isn't That's it? the one guy, and there he is. Oh. <laughs> Why don't we all just sit here and look at our watches? Actually, actually, while he's gone, we'll all hide. <laughs> Comes out nobody here. I wonder how long it would... No. No. <laughs> right, okay. If you came from England, sit down. That normally knocks out most of the crowd. Oh my, look at all these people. <laughs> I know. Right. 
If you came from the United Kingdom, sit down. All the jocks, sit down. <laughs> I guess you ought to perhaps include the Irish as well. Uh, Irish, Irish people, you're well out of it. I don't mean in the United right. Kingdom. To be frank, Bruno, France is like 30 miles away from England. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you came from France, sit down. Bruno fails. <laughs> right, if you came from... This, this is a bit where we really find out. That was quick. Did, did you enjoy it? <laughs> Were you safe? A posh wag. Was it posh wag? <laughs> or alternatively, a French wag? See, uh, he's, been, he's been sitting on his left hand since he sat down for the event. Use <laughs> <laughs> the stranger instead, didn't you? It's gone numb, so it feels like someone else is doing it. Um, <laughs> right. What have we done? Uh, oh, this way, this way, right. If you came from Europe. This is where we tell the men from the boys, if you came from Europe, or the, you know, whatever. If you came from Europe, sit down. Right. Methinks Michael Erskine is lying. Erskine, you come from Nottingham. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Have you noticed how he looks like an evil Michael Meeks? <laughs> <laughs> right, so, left standing up. Uh, do me a favour, because I can't tell the difference between people who are standing up because they came from outside Europe and people who are standing up just because they haven't got any chairs. <laughs> Put your hand up if you're Put your hand up if, if you came from outside Europe. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. You right. know, it's boring then if we so, just start with that. You don't get to p- take the piss out of people as they sit down. <laughs> it's all the fun. <laughs> Endless fun. All right, so we can, re- we can ask each other. We should ask right? everybody. All right. Miss Collins? Collins, where'd you come from? Sydney. Oh dear, Jeremy Allison. <laughs> <laughs> right. You go. <laughs> right. Jeremy, where'd you come from? Just t- Sydney. California. Jeremy came from California. Robert came from Sydney. S- Sydney. Sydney. You can stay still. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to get into like, whether his house is further than his house. <laughs> Chap there in the middle? What? Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh, shit. That's where it gets tricky, isn't it? (laughs) This always happens. Right, someone with an iPhone, right? (laughs) Google Maps. Uh, Right. Brilliant. He's He's doing it. Right. (laughs) Chap's there. Chap on the... California. Darren, you California. Right. Emma. Emma came from Canada. Near... Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Methinks you guys right. sit down. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Come on, map boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's gloss over the fact that we're Who else? getting newer yeah, and proprietary technology. Texas. Texas. Nice. <laughs> right, so, is New Zealand further away than Sydney? Yes. Yes. Does everyone just know this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Am I. Yes. <laughs> Stupid or something. Have you looked at a globe? <laughs> Hold on, while we're, while we're on a roll, I want to try something. Is that a, like a fat laughing ginger? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Should Adam fuck off? <laughs> right, so it's the New Zealand guy. I don't then. really count their opinion, you know. They'll just cheer at anything. <laughs> it's Chris, you really bunch interesting. of suckers. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it all comes back. He's the network blog driver. Interesting. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, Bullshit. They will, I, they'll, they'll I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. So it's the New Zealand guy. I think it's the New Zealand guy. Him, specifically. Specifically, that New Zealand guy. You came, yep. you came from New Zealand just for Lug Radio Live? Hang on, pretty much. I smell a rat. <laughs> what do you mean, pretty much? He did say in the pub last night that he was having some music festivals or something as well. Does that count? Hang on, bear, bear in mind that Lug Radio Live is two days. How long are you in England for? I reckon he wins. I think so. Does he win? Yeah. Right. I personally would like to say thank you to all the eight people we had standing up who've come from Canada and Texas and California and Sydney and whatnot. And thank you to all the rest of you as well. Yep. Even the people who came from the West Midlands, cheers. We do appreciate it. Yeah, it was nice. What prize are we giving the guy? Um, a, a book. Okay. <laughs> uh, Any particular book? Is it some remaindered copy of the official Ubuntu book? No, it's Local Guide to Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> All the sights and the sounds and the smells. As the well. Lonely Planet Guide to Wolverhampton, a pamphlet in four pages. <laughs> Right, I don't know, okay. what should we give him? Should we give him I'll, a book? I'll lob him one yeah. of these anyway, just because yeah, I want to yeah, throw yeah, things into the crowd, because it's always the hey, best bit of the one? show. Check us a penguin. <laughs> Stand up, Adam. <laughs> hey, man, that's penguin. All right. So, best talk. Any... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit unfair, given that we've got two days of talks and only done one day. I love But chicken. I think... So, okay, okay. Right. So. Who, who, anybody, anybody, nominate people for the best talk other than Bruno. James Hooker. James Hooker. Emma. Emma, Emma. Jane Hogman. Huh? Jeremy. So vote for Andy Robinson down the side here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what the hell was that? Matthew Garrett. Um, we don't have a prize for best talk, do we? It's just, like, yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done, Matthew Garrett. <laughs> Who is the best talk? Well, we excluded Bruno, and it sounded like a lot of people showed up Bruno. Who thinks Bruno did the best talk? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should, should we give him a penguin? Yeah, can I give him? <laughs> Ungrateful French bastard. So we could, we could give you a stuffed lamb and then you could burn it. In <laughs> <laughs> <And> a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Right. Grateful. Okay, so, <laughs> ah. reali- realistically, right, we only have two real prizes this year. And yep. as normal, we award prizes to the Deputy Community Hero and the Community Hero for the year. People have done the most for Lug Radio. First... Deputy community hero, which, again, is the person who hasn't done quite enough to actually be a community <laughs> hero. Right. It's kind of a must-try-harder award. Yeah, you've got a whole year to think about what you've done and then try harder. <laughs> Our deputy community hero. How would you describe this person? Old and bearded. <laughs> Good friends with Chris. <laughs> 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 There's Where a handful it? of people in the audience who understand Stand why that's funny. <laughs> handful <laughs> being the operative word. Oh, shut oh. up. I'm sorry. Shut up. 
That was appalling. Where is he? Ron? Ronaldo. Ron? Ron, 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 Ron. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron Wellston, our other head of crew. The reason this has been so well run this year is because we didn't do it and Ron did. So, thank you very much, Ron. And as a prize... Here's your penguins back. (laughs) (laughs) Ron actually donated these penguins. (laughs) <laughs> no, are we going to give him a real prize? Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, no. <laughs> Gisette, did, didn't Gisette give us some stuff? Raccoon outfit. We give, should we give him the raccoon outfit? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the community hero. <laughs> you want to give the raccoon outfit to the community hero? Well, we should really ask the owner of the raccoon outfit, who is Zalia. <laughs> thank you for donating Zalia, the, by ra- the, way, the raccoon outfit. Provided the raccoon outfit. <laughs> Break the microphones. I thought that was full of water, then. <laughs> Um, uh, no, Zalio can keep the raccoon outfit. Um, <laughs> He's booby prize for the thing. <laughs> try not to throw things at me while I'm hungover, man. I nearly shit myself. <laughs> um, uh, co- actual no, community hero, then. Our actual community hero. Somebody was here. better than Ron. Yep, tried, tried <laughs> harder than Ron this year. Right. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> no. You only just noticed. Per- pers- person who's done the most over the last year for Lug Radio. This person... We should, we should dress it up a little bit, shouldn't we? This yeah. person has helped us uh, in a number of different ways. Helped us with videos, helped us with um, the website, helped us with organization for Lug Radio Lives. Okay? Um, it's not really just him, but it's also his fantastic girlfriend slash wife, if we knew whether it's, she's really married to him or not. Um, <laughs> but this is clearly Tony Whitmore and Laura. Thank you. Up, 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 up. Uh, I mean, to- to- Tony and Laura came to America with us. They filmed Lug Radio Live USA. They've been filming frantically. Where is Tony? He's down there, still running the stage. Oh, good one, Tony. So Tony, <laughs> Tony's standing there holding his penguin going, fucking cheers. <laughs> They're so good, they even bought us pizza the other night. We love That's them. Strange, eh? but yes, thank you very much, so Tony very much. and Laura and Ron, for making this what it is. Do some work, Tony. <laughs> These are fun. (laughs) Oh, segment. Um, (laughs) It's quite hard to throw stuff when you're sitting down, actually. So, um, okay, we're going to... This last one, is it? Yes, this is it. Time for the emails. (laughs) Oh, wow, this is the actual last segment ever. It is. We're doing it next year. Oh, yeah, next year. (laughs) My bad. Moron. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah, the night. I mean, this is basically the bit where we say thank you to people, you know, because it, it's a great deal of work to put this together, none of which we do, all of which various other people do. I mean, we've already thanked Tony and Laura and Ron, but yes. there are other people. Yes, efficient PC. Thank you, Dale, for giving us money and helping Lug Radio Live happen. So, a big round of applause for Dale. Once again, Bite Mark. Keep it going for Bite Mark. <laughs> Lobbing penguins in their general direction. Linux Magazine, Hans Jürgen. <laughs> We'd like to thank 
just before I, I'm going to skip over one for now, but we'd like to thank one guy who's made us have a, you know, a lot of a lot of Linux podcasts. Well, not necessarily. Well, I, I'm asking. I'm not going to say that because that's insulting other Linux podcasts, <laughs> some of which are actually in the same room as us. Um, no, I'm going to insult them. Uh, some Linux podcasts look a bit shit. They sound good, but they look a bit shit. We look quite cool. Look at these banners and stuff. And we have all these badges and things. And one guy makes all of this happen. It's a guy called Michael Evans. He doesn't come to Log Radio Live because he's a bit of a recluse and doesn't really have any friends. Um, <laughs> That if, was you, a lie. if you could work out a way of getting a friend out of Adobe Illustrator, he'd be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, actually, Mike, I mean, Mike will, Mike's hoping to be here, be tomorrow, here tomorrow. So if you run into him, say thank you. Yeah. Because he did a brilliant, he's brilliant done, job. He, he's done all of the art for the website, for, for, for everything we've done, basically. And he deserves a huge round of applause in, in his absence. Yeah. See, Mike's sitting at home now going, oh, wow. <laughs> Where he is this? Right. Um, Do you want to um, should we get more? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yellow people, come up to the front, please. All the people in yellow right. t-shirts. Fucking loads of them, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. There were we, every time, there seems to be just a few more true. So I'm sure in 2005, there were like two people. I, I, I don't reckon we actually hired half of these people. I reckon they just stole the fucking t-shirt. Yeah. Anyone we, who turned up this morning at 7 o'clock deserves a yellow t-shirt. Yeah. We, we, we ought to applaud these people for managing to find a way of dodging paying five measly quid. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we should applaud the crew. These no, people did all the work. They were here at 7 o'clock this morning. Some of them got into bed at 4 o'clock this morning. Two hours sleep. Rock. Thanks, crew. Thanks, crew. You're Thanks, all brilliant. Guys. Without you, like, it would be a fucking car crash. <laughs> Seriously. More of a car crash. Uh, right. Actually, and two crew didn't move out to the front because they're actually still working. So, first of all, big thanks to Rev Tig. He's done all the audio stuff. Thanks so much, Rev. Hiding behind a drum. Glorious trousers. Yeah. And, of course, Tony as well, who has been doing the, uh, the sound as well and everything else. Right, uh, uh, and and then basically, I think we're done. That's all. Should, so I mean, should we, we say the party cake. tonight? Oh yeah, the cake. Oh, oh the cake, cake, cake. Well, yeah. cake. And You're the, right. We and did the quiz. Huh? I told you we'd forget the cake. You did tell so me. We forgot lots of stuff. Basically, Chris, do the cake thing. Do the cake thing. Anyway, there's some cake here. Look at this fantastic cake. Steph did this. Steph Wellstead. So thank you, Steph. This fantastic cake. At this point, I should probably ought to explain the, the gag from earlier. This is, uh, Steph is actually Chris's girlfriend and also Ron's daughter, which is why he's a good friend. Uh, deputy community hero is a good friend of Chris. A joke explained is no longer funny. <laughs> I have been told that many times on the radio. Yeah. In Linux format. <laughs> yeah. But they're... <laughs> yeah, right. Appar- oh. Apparently they're going to cut the cake up into slices... Apparently they should have already cut the cake up into slices. I think they're going to do <laughs> it now. And then you can all come and get a bit of cake. Yeah. Yes. So we do that. So basically, we're going to finish up. Um, you can grab some cake. We're going to boot you out, and then at eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. Over we're, there. Yeah. We're boot, booting you all out now. Eight o'clock tonight, you come back in. We're going to have some drinks. Um, I've heard rumours about karaoke. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, get, we're getting bacon to sing Chesney Hawks. Be there or you'll miss it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. No and one shows up. I'll be honest. We're with, to come. 
I'll be honest with you, I never thought we'd get to say this again. But if we don't see you tonight, we'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs>